Baby, it's cold outside. I just can't with them today. <laughs> I just can't. It's I beginning can't, to look a lot like I can't handle it. Chris, let I can't. Miss. Oh, I can't <laughs> handle your corniness that today. Was, that was kind of funny. In, I'm in no cor. I'm not in a corny mood. I'm just not feeling corny. <laughs> She's Sorry. in no mood. I'm in no mood. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's Friday. <laughs> okay. Hi. <laughs> Friday. Did that Friday. Really bother you? What noise? Hi. No, that's fine. You looked alarmed. Nah. <laughs> well, it's just what happens when we look at your way, Sarah. I just always look alarmed. It's yeah. so cold in here, guys. I'm really cold. I mean, I'm not going to do it again. I, I, I was going to say, maybe it's cold. Oh, Chris was singing. Outside. It's cold outside after it because I keep talking about how cold it is. You know why I'm doing that? Because why, you Chris? Talk about because Christmas, Christmas starts this weekend. <laughs> not this weekend. Why, Chris? It shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more. <laughs> so Hallmark is releasing its first original Christmas movie Saturday night at so, seven, called Pemberley Manor. I have several questions. Yes. Number one, why are they doing this before Halloween? Uh-huh. I mean, that's a good question. And number two, do people really watch Hallmark? Yes. Enough for them I, to... I think so. And you said their first original... How many of these Christmas movies do oh, they Oh, they have like a whole lineup of, I think, like 50. That well, they make every Kimberly year? Kimberly Williams. I think so. Um, Kimberly Williams... What is it? What is who she I don't know who these people are. I think Chad McMurray's in some of them. Kimberly Williams Paisley. Okay. Oh, I know who that is. It's the father of the bride chick. Yeah. She's oh. in like all of them. Yeah. And Danica McKellar. I don't know that one. I know. Oh, wait, yes, I do. Gretchen, from the Wonder Gretchen yeah, Weavers is in a lot of Christmas who? movies. Uh, from Mean yeah. Girls. Oh. Um, Lacey Shel- Shel- Chabert. Chabert. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Th- well, it's those three. Those, so it's not like, I mean, I never really got into them. But it was always on during Christmas time, like on I'm at sorry. night or whatever. And I would be doing dishes or whatever, and we'd be or wrapping presents or whatever. But that was acceptable because that's closer to Christmas. It might be a little too early for this because I think anything yeah. after Halloween is probably it's way too yeah. early for me. But, but, but like, Halloween. I don't think I've ever maybe I've seen a Hallmark movie. I'm sure I have, but I don't think I have. I, really I know what they're about, and I know the style of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all like the same thing, aren't they? So I don't. I wouldn't watch them during Christmas. So before October right. is just out of the question. Yeah. If you don't, if you go into them knowing that they're just B movies and they're just supposed to be B movies, I think. Yeah. Okay, is it C movies? Okay, D movies. Whatever. That's giving it a lot of. <laughs> yeah, it's not a B because like. Sean Michael Murray was cool at one point. The acting in those things is just so. Well, bad it's all like of these actors we're bad. talking about they were big at some point yeah and they're not now and that's why they're Correct. Making yeah. oh movies. oh uh candace cameron yes she's also in them i don't know she is yeah and, yes you do well maybe the full house chick yeah dj oh dj tanner i like i liked her candace cameron burr i think is her gotcha name yeah um do no, you not watch the view no like, geez she's on the view she I was think so. She or was. maybe she is. I don't is know. or was at some point. I just think they're unwatchable. Like I just can't. They're so you cheesy and the acting is popcorn so and like pay bad. attention. And they're all. I assume they're predictable. That's I've never what I mean. Seen it's, it's it's all the same story. You it's can't a girl. Watch them. Like is a successful business 
person and then she <laughs> love in her life. Go, yeah she's like single and she's addicted so to work she and then she the goes yeah she like, goes back to home and then it's like <laughs> oh it's i fell in love with santa's cousin who or had, whatever who i had, don't know and like he has a daughter so she's got to be the yeah, stepmom now yeah. yeah i mean they're pretty they're, much all the same they're so yeah. unwatchable like they're just I can't sit and watch even a little bit of those without just being like, this is so bad. I don't know why they're so popular. They're just fun. Now, I will say, though, as many Christmas movies that Hallmark farts out, then they should should just make some Halloween movies. Because we're missing Halloween movies. Right. We have the the horror movies, I, but we don't have enough I don't Halloween. Not, I don't yeah. disagree with that. I think they should do that and put a Thanksgiving one in there while they're at yeah, it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm totally. I like holiday movies that are good, like Family yeah. Stone. I'd watch a oh, die. Yeah. Hard, I'd watch like a Die Hard movie Christmas? that took place on Halloween. No, shut up. We're gonna have the same no. conversation this Christmas. <laughs> We've already come to the conclusion that it's not a Christmas movie, so we don't need no, to talk I about think it we came to the conclusion. Bruce Willis said it's yeah, not well, a Christmas Bruce movie. Bruce Willis probably got hit over the head too many no, times. No, he's Bruce Willis. Um, <laughs> well, that's great. Like, so yeah, I guess if you guys out there like Christmas movies, then it's starting now. So, well, let's yeah. enjoy you know, that bad Christmas movie. Enjoy that. What bad Christmas movie? Well, yeah. yeah. I'm sure there's lots of people that like those Hallmark ones. People, again, it's become a thing. Sure. Mm-hmm. Now you see articles on like all of the social media sites talking about like, oh, it's time for Hallmark Christmas. Like, let's get excited. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think the Oak Park Mall has their Christmas tree up. I just don't get it. That's crazy. I mean, I love Christmas. When do you guys put your trees up? I know Chris does his super early because he has like a whole thing about decorating. Yeah, we always (laughs) growing up. We do. You do. You have like lots of decorations. It's not just a tree. It's like it's like we have bats hanging from our house right now. Yeah, for Halloween, (laughs) not for Christmas. And you leave them up for a long time. We do. So when do you put up? Your, when do you put up? Not uh, only we've your already tree, had this discussion, and we are putting our Christmas we decorations have, I don't up. This no, I, my wife and I, oh. n- not you. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> you never told me this. Uh, it will be next weekend. Yeah, we always do next it. weekend. Not our That's tree. So but oh, yes, our Christmas. I mean, maybe it will be our tree. I don't know. Oh, man. Do they Merry even have Christmas. the tree farms up yet? Or tree. Lots. We have Probably a fake not. one in our basement. We don't yeah, like go. Don't you don't. Trees. You don't get real trees. No, no. lame. I'm not Clark Griswold. They're, they <laughs> smell bad and they're messy. Why would you do? They that? are yeah. really messy. That's that's the worst. I don't get the. And we always thing. they always die. I've never once had yeah. a real tree in my life. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if like. Well, a my mom never put it up because I think it's messy and mm-hmm. they stink and it's a pain in the butt and you got to go pick it out and then drive it and all that mm-hmm. other. It's just so much easier just to have one that's already built in your yeah <laughs> extra room we've somewhere been think, we've been thinking about getting a fake one i think i'm allergic or something that makes sense you should just get a fake one and then put one of those taxi cab pine tree mm-hmm. air freshener. i mean how many trees do you have why would you question. do that when you can just get a yankee candle that smells like <laughs> christmas tree and light well, that there you go that's that even works better too. um so chris you're putting yourself your stuff up this week yes and we have three tweets Three three tweets. Tweets. So three before tweets. Halloween, three tweets. Wait, so trees. Tweets. Is this you have three trees. Yeah. Before Halloween, you're putting it up. Th- wait, why do you what? have three trees? <laughs> because it's Christmas. Which one do you put the presents on? Because, we have the one big one. It's Christmas. <laughs> because, because it's Christmas. Because Christmas. We have the big tree, and then we have one like, like by our TV that's smaller. And then we have one in our bedroom that's smaller. Wow. We're like taller and smaller. Jeez. Yeah. Tree for every room. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Right. So wait, is it going up before? Halloween is over. No, when is Halloween? Halloween's next when Wednesday. Wednesday. Next Wednesday, Wednesday. and yeah. you're putting up the weekend after. Yes. Okay, so a wow. couple days so, after Halloween, we we get our trees the weekend after Thanksgiving. That's yeah, us too. 
It's always after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. yeah. never before. Right. I would not be surprised if that tree goes up next I, weekend. I am not in favor of celebrating holidays before the fall. The, holi- the f- holiday the before. La 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 la. Yeah. Like you do Halloween and then you do Thanksgiving and then you worry about Christmas. Yeah. I'm not, I agree I'm with not, that. I'm not worried about Christmas. I mean, I don't get that into Thanksgiving, but <laughs> but right. I still don't really get too into Christmas until Thanksgiving is done. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. We're normal. Hallmark. <laughs> <laughs> because Hallmark. Okay, what else? What I, oh, I have a great segue. Gift. What it doesn't need it, but... Gift. Box. Bird box. Okay. Just, <laughs> just say just say what you need to say. <laughs> he, has to, he has to, like, announce his segues uh, now. <laughs> I don't know when we're done. Gift box. Box. Bird, bird box. box. <laughs> right. What's, what is bird box, Chris? I don't. It's a trailer. It's just a trailer. <laughs> it's just a trailer. <laughs> no, it's a movie. I'm dying. With Sandra Bullock and yeah. Sarah Paulson and that guy from Get Out, the TSA agent. Yeah, Lil Rel. Yeah. Come on, Chris. Oh, and John Malkovich. And John Malkovich. Yeah. And the dude from Moonlight. It looks like A Quiet Place. And but, it's on but Netflix. It's, but it's eyes. Yes. It is eyes. You can't see okay, the no. features. Yeah. No. So what I got out of that trailer was um, the creature... Makes uh, you manif- kill yourself. No, like manifest the worst thi- oh, thing in your, your worst fear. possible mm-hmm. fear. Which makes life. you want to kill yourself. So yeah. you're seeing it like your worst possible fe- fear unfold before you. So that's why they put <clears throat> the blindfolds on is so she doesn't see her worst fear. Because like obviously like, okay, if your worst fear is like an avalanche, you, you see an avalanche like coming at you and that would make you do crazy things. Mm-hmm. And, like mm-hmm. uh, you'd probably die somehow. That begs the question: okay. What is, what is, what is your biggest fear? Um, well, like besides like loved ones dying, like something just happening directly to me would be probably like drowning or fire, mm-hmm. like being stuck in a place where there's fire and I can't escape it. Yeah. Although I do think that drowning is way worse because fire, you'd probably pass out from smoke inhalation right. and not know that you're burning alive. Um, this is such a great conversation. <laughs> I know. We got really more. Who knew but that I think box I, and Honestly, and... like yep. dr- any of the drowning things yeah. would really, they, that really scares me, bothers me. My, my question with those kind of things is like, what if my greatest fear is just dying? Mm-hmm. Then, then what am I going to see? Yeah. In yeah. This situation, do I just see images of myself dying and then I cry and then I die? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's boring for a movie. Maybe. Well, I don't know. Well, I'm not totally clear on if that's what it is. Yeah, but, but that's like, what that's I what got. I, that's the like the line that was like mm-hmm. hidden in there where she's like, yeah. But it was weird because like you saw the lady banging her head against the glass, mm-hmm. and then that's different than like Sarah Paulson driving and seeing something freaky and yeah. mm-hmm. losing control. Yeah. But well, maybe maybe they'll explain. Maybe the woman was like, I don't know, an maybe, MMA fighter. Maybe and killer yeah. clowns her head is and... like your worst fear. <laughs> That's true. Someone's you feel like something's chasing you. And... It reminded me of the happening when like the earth is giving you whatever mm-hmm. breeze that makes you want to kill yourself or whatever. Let's hope well, that that is not the case though, because the happening was terrible. But I think that concept yeah. is. I like well, the concept. Yeah, I think it looks good, but I worry it's two different good ideas that aren't going to work together. Mm-hmm. Like the happening. So it's coming out on Netflix, and I don't understand if it's going to be released in theaters or. I thought yeah, it's just select. It's, it's it going to appear theaters. on Netflix. Sometime? Yeah, December twenty first. How do they make money doing that? I don't know. Yeah, because it's a December twenty first. Uh, uh, the last page of that trailer. Mm-hmm. It said December twenty first. 
on Netflix and in I think it's in select theaters. I, I but it's a, and that's theater. like those are big. Sarah Paulson's oh, huge yeah. right now. Sandra Bullock's always and been the director. Huge. So like, how do they make money? Winner, Academy Award winning director. I mean, I they're not. There's no way they're making money off subscriptions because everybody and their dog shares a subscription <laughs> yeah. with somebody. So like, I don't understand how that is re- true. Just releasing that on Netflix, like I, maybe it's really crappy and it's not well, gonna be Netflix movie. spends an enormous amount of money. Well, yeah, it's like that year, that movie. So I don't know that yeah. movie. Bright was like a hundred million dollar movie that they released on Netflix, mm-hmm. and, and I don't bad. know how they're making. So my thinking is maybe like somebody's making bad movies, and then nobody wants them, so then Netflix just buys them, so they have content. Mm-hmm. Um, because like, what was the one that was supposed to be a prequel to? Uh, oh, uh, the Cloverfield. Uh, the Cloverfield. The Cloverfield. Yeah. That ended up being really bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe this is a terrible movie, and like nobody not. wanted it, so Netflix was just like, maybe we'll buy it if, and put if, it on there. If it's bad, they did a really good job, at least with the trailer. Yeah. So I think the trailer looked. Because I mean, I, I don't understand why you would have a movie supposedly of that caliber and just stick it on a streaming service. Yeah. Not try to make money in theaters, like by release, mm-hmm. releasing it large. Has Sarah largely. Paulson been in anything bad though? Because Sandra oh, Bullock she was wasn't been, that good. Oh, I and she, she was in, and Sandra Bullock yeah. was in that too. I didn't think it was that good. I'm sure early in her career she did some stuff that wasn't good. Uh, I learned the other day because hey, I was at my parents' house and they have cable, and we. I ended up watching What Women Want because it was on cable and she was oh, in that. Oh, I love Sarah that Paulson's movie. in that movie. Yeah, oh, she was go. like the secretary, like maybe? Assistant, yeah. Her assistant. I was yeah. like, that's Sarah Paulson. No way. <laughs> I love, so I love seeing celebrities like before mm-hmm. they were a thing in movies. And mm-hmm. like, oh my God, I didn't even know There's, that was it, her. It's always interesting because that master of horror show that I've been watching, um, the older woman who's in Insidious mm-hmm. um, a lot. She was in Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. And it's always fun to like see these people. And then I didn't realize that Kyle Richards who is a housewife right now on this Bravo series, obviously, mm-hmm. that I watch. She was the kid. One of the kids. One of the kids in Halloween. Yeah. With Jamie Lee Curtis that she was babysitting. Mm-hmm. And so it's just uh, always fascinating, though, when you as time goes by, when you're like, oh, my gosh, that yeah. person was there. I would not have known. Well, the lady from Insidious, her brother is Robert Shea, who's a producer on a lot of horror films. And he okay. On Street. Okay. The more you know. Um so yeah, Bird Box looks good. It, yeah. It's reminiscent of A Quiet Place a little bit. I yeah, think. That, mm-hmm. so. I had crazy Quiet Place vibes. Yeah. Maybe that's why they put it on Netflix because they were like, dang it, A Quiet Place is very just similar came out to this. Already. Mm-hmm. Let's just put this on Netflix. because. But sometimes Netflix, they like I think Bright was one they just made. Like it wasn't something somebody else made and they bought. Because yeah. they're also making movies on their own. Yeah. And then... But yeah, I don't know how they're like again. Bright costs like a hundred million dollars. I don't know so how they're crazy. making money off yeah. of that. I don't know. And they ma- they're making a sequel. It's fascinating so to me. Oh, mama mia, mama mia, mama mia, let me go. Beelzebub has a devil put aside for me, for me, for me. We saw Bohemian Rhapsody. Justin sure and I did. did. Um, so this is a new Rami Malek movie about Queen. <laughs> um, obviously, yeah, Indian Rhapsody, and um, it's not getting great re- re- great reviews. So, like, great I mixed. think both of us went into it kind of thinking like we're not gonna like this, mm-hmm. um, just because like there's a lot of noise out there. I I think Justin, you and I are kind of so we don't usually read too much about movies before we go and see them, right? No, I try not to. I usually will read like I might look at the Rotten Tomato score, yeah, but I try not to read reviews too much. Yeah. You're not like me, right? Unless there's like one. I don't know one critic or something that releases one, and then I and then and it's a good review, and then mm-hmm. I'm curious. But if it's a bad review, I usually don't because I don't want those opinions in my head mm-hmm. going into it. But for whatever reason, this movie 
reviews have kind of broke through that and made a lot of noise talking yeah. about like I mean it was kind of unavoidable to to know going into this that people didn't really love the movie but yeah. they said Rami Malek was really great right um so okay what were your first thoughts after seeing this first thought was man Queen is so good yeah because that's if anything that's what the movie does is just remind you how how good, good Queen is and that was yeah. that you told me that's your favorite band it is my right? favorite band. really yeah. I did not know that yeah by I have far. like several of their vinyl albums yeah that I took can you from my give me some because I only have one yeah my mom uh, has a all you, I mean all you really need is like their greatest hits album oh, yeah okay. that was that's one okay. of the first albums <clears throat> I listened to and loved a lot was mm-hmm. was one of was like their first greatest hits album and they have a few mm-hmm. um. And my parents have a few of their albums on vinyl. But yeah, so I'm a huge Queen fan going into it. So coming out of it, I was just like, man, I love Queen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then my second thought was, Rami Malek was incredible. Mm-hmm. And I hope he gets everything. Yeah. But just him. I don't really think the movie is going to get much award recognition because mm-hmm. I thought the movie itself was like kind of generic rock star story. I was calling it vanilla. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not bad, but it's like not as good as I wanted it to be or thought it should be for someone so as I, as iconic as Freddie Mercury. Right. Uh, but I still liked it. Like I didn't come out of it thinking, "Man, what a trash movie!" But yeah. Rainy Malik was great. Like a lot of those reviews I were saying, "I thought it was really enjoyable." Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I I completely agree with you. I I think I came out of it really really liking it, and then once I kind of started to read some of the reviews, I was like, you know what? I do really agree with what some of these critics are saying about how this could have been so much better i mean it was a genuinely solid biopic and Mm -hmm. it like did its job by introducing like anybody who has not heard of queen of like what queen was about and their it's like reading a wikipedia page sure Mm -hmm. it's like watching a greatest hits album it's like watching a wikipedia page like they did a great job like showing their journey um, but you don't want to necessarily read a Wikipedia page. You want to read a Rolling Stones in-depth article on right. like everything about them and yeah. like, their story. And it is a really fascinating story. And Freddie Mercury's whole story is really fascinating. Like not just like wh- where he came from, but just how like kind of theatric of a person he right. was. Mm-hmm. And then of course his da- sort of downward spiral into the, you know, things Did- that I almost wish they would have done a little bit more of. Yeah. Or, so they don't really more. get into the sex, drugs and rock and roll. Right. And I think that was a big complaint for people is cause that was such a big part of queen, the band mm-hmm. uh, and Freddie Mercury, who supposedly this movie is mostly right. supposed to be about. And they don't really dig deep into that. Especially because all, a lot of that stuff was happening behind closed doors that people didn't really mm-hmm. know about so the movie almost just treats it in that same way like we're not getting any inside info on certain things it's all like kind of what we knew like we knew he was kind of getting into drugs and we knew he was getting sick and then it wasn't until he like the day before he died that he even announced right. to the world that he, that had, he had that he had aids um which even though scored, people had been like speculating right like forever so I think it would have been a little more interesting if they were showing us things we didn't know. And there was still some stuff I guess I didn't know. Like, I didn't know about the manager guy and how much of a dick he was, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, But I don't know. I kind of wish there was a little, they went a little bit deeper into into stuff. I agree. I think it would have made that movie so much longer, though. Uh, yeah, it was already long, right? Too over. Um, it was 
pretty like two hours long, but like I just really I think the music really helps it not feel long because you're just enjoying it so much. You're enjoying like the way that they recreated some of those concerts and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like the the last scene is it's twenty minutes of watching them them do live aid. It's like it's almost the whole performance. It's almost the whole performance, Mm -hmm. which is crazy. Like because you're sitting there thinking like surely this is they're not going to do all of it, but they did. And I mean I didn't hate it. I I I was enjoying listening to the music. I was enjoying watching Rami Malik and like if you go back and watch the footage, which I actually suggest watching it before you go yeah. see the movie, like just give yourself a little like queen treat and like yeah. watch some of their old footage. And then while you're in the movie, you can just see what a great job they did recreating that to a T. Well, especially Rami Malik, a lot of the yeah. way Freddie moved and everything. everything. Some of those like, like exact mm-hmm. movements and dance moves that he did. It's like, oh, he did that in the movie. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like placement of like the cups on the piano right. was perfect. And I would say like, a lot of the shots were pretty creative at the end too they did some really good like cool pan shots above the arena and like through the piano right it just it was really it didn't seem that long Mm -hmm. because of some of the choices that they made and obviously the music helps yeah so i i do wish they would have used some real footage from live aid of the crowd because that crowd was so huge and there were times not the whole time but a couple of the shots they did of the crowd you could tell it was like cgi people and stuff and i almost think it would have been more impactful to have the real footage to show just how yeah, packed it was. I agree. They showed a little bit like on the TV, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you think at this point, see after seeing a star is born that the star is born is still probably going to get the most. Oh, love? Yeah. I think for sure. Think best so. picture. No question. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I didn't think Rami Malek was any worse than Bradley Cooper. No, like, I think, I, I could I think, think re- he could win that. I think mm-hmm. he should at least yeah. get nominated. Absolutely. Oh, I think he'll for definitely get nominated. Yeah. Winning I, or not. I mean, like, I honestly kind of liked his performance better than I like. I was going to say, because, like, Bradley, Co- Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper right now, like, has the up, in my opinion, because you had talked about how Rami doesn't sing like any of the songs. It would, I guess for him it would be more of the performance, right? Because right. this, this is all, like, not, he it's not original so singing. But the acting he might be He really better. just like embodied Freddie yeah. Mercury. Like you think it's Freddie. Right. It's mm-hmm. really, really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it doesn't feel like an impression. Right. I didn't think. Right. Um, one of the one of the kind of meanest reviews was like, it's like watching a group of people cosplaying as Queen, but pretty well. And I'm like, no, I think they all did really well. I think they I think did like a good all job. of the band. All yeah. the cast playing Mike Myers. Really well. So Mike Myers is in this movie. Oh yeah, and he was the most distracting. It was distracting. part to me mm-hmm. because like he had on like this facial hair as a beard, and it just looked so bad. Like yeah. it looked like Mike Myers yeah. in um, Austin Powers. Yeah, <laughs> like you could tell it was Mike Myers in makeup. And it yeah. just it was a little distracting. He's just one of those guys. Like it's kind of distracting. It's like like an inglorious bastard. Yeah, his cameo. Yeah, in that yeah. Too. yeah. It I was like, he, he's like the bastards. Well, like, I just totally see you. Like yeah, his scenes were kind of the ones that were trying to be the com- comedic relief i guess yeah. which like i didn't necessarily think was needed um well i mean but it I has think funny parts in it. It, it yeah it does i think that those scenes also it was trying to establish how much they were uh confident of their vision and disagreeing with the label or whatever he was mm-hmm. you know but yeah. i enjoyed it i smiled probably throughout oh, it yeah and uh, definitely i mean obviously the music is a big mm-hmm. part of that too because i also 
really love Queen in there. Yeah. My favorite song by them is Under Pressure, and I kept oh like Oh, my hoping, God. That used to be my ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> I, keep, I kept waiting for, like, that to be a part of it. Yes, and then you hear, it you hear like, bits of it, but it, a little bit. it was kind of... Mm-hmm. It was kind but of the, I mean, I think it's because yeah. Bowie was also a big part of that song, right. so maybe they didn't consider it too yeah. much of a Queen song, even though it is. That actually used to be my ringtone. Yeah. Love that <laughs> Love song. that song, Can I too. admit that I knew nothing, like, absolutely nothing about Queen until... Mm, maybe a year ago. I'm not really? surprised. To Gretchen. I guess I'm not surprised. I like I'm, literally. I'm I, sad about I it. think I thought Queen was a person. <laughs> like I, I mean, I know all the songs like "We Will Rock You" yeah. and and whatever. You just didn't know it was Queen. That I didn't that? know mm-hmm. who Queen was. Yeah. Like I didn't. And then last night, <laughs> I can't believe I'm admitting this. Last night, because uh, Gretchen was watching some entertainment show, and they were talking about Bohemian Rhapsody, and she's like, yeah, we should have gone and seen it. And I'm like, I know, we should have. And I was like, I hear he's great. And something, uh, I told her about what you were telling me, Justin, about mm-hmm. uh, what your thoughts. And then I was like, yeah. And, you know, I didn't know that um, that he was, Freddie Mercury was gay. And she oh, goes, wow. you didn't know he was <laughs> gay? She's like, he died of AIDS. And I was like. Oh, he was kind of like the first big celebrity that put a face to it, I guess, Mm -hmm. is what you would say. Mm, Yeah. I mean, I can't think of any. I mean, I don't know when Elton John came out, but to AIDS. Oh, you mean for AIDS? AIDS. Sorry, sorry. Mm -hmm. I thought you meant to. Yeah. Right. Right. It was so Mm -hmm. taboo at the time. Right. But yeah, yeah, I I super enjoyed it. I th- yeah, I th- I think I would not have a problem with him winning best right best. Actor. And I think especially if you're a Queen fan, you're gonna like it just because yeah. of all the beats that it hits. Well, and even it- if you're not, you might sit into it going like, oh, like I had no idea yeah. that was a Queen song. Like, yeah, that's definitely really awesome. Their their repertoire is so huge. Yeah, and they had so many hits. Right. Would this be considered a musical? Like in no. in terms of no. though for Golden Globes. Would they put this under comedy oh, or Golden musical? Globes, they pro- I don't know, who knows? They put The Martian as a comedy. Yeah. I don't know. Because they could put A Star is Born then as a musical, couldn't I bet they? they? I bet they do. Which yeah. is going to be annoying because I don't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bet I, they put both of these I, as a musical. I think Star is Born would be, yeah, musical. See, I can't yeah, think yeah. if, if I I, when I see one. Bohemian Rhapsody, I can't go I think in this is just a movie with music yeah. in it. I don't consider it a musical. I don't either, but um, Golden Globes. It's good, though. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't understand. I mean, I do understand where the credit's coming from. It's like it would have been cool to see like the real darker oh, yeah. side of that, but it was a fine biopic. No, yeah, it okay. was good. Well, so the other movie this week was, and I was the only one that saw it, but mm-hmm. I went to see Mid 90s, which is the new Jonah Hill jam. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's Jonah Hill written and directed, and um, it's pretty short. Um, and it's uh, all about a, it's a coming of age movie um, about a I and I honestly don't even think they really said how old this kid was, but mm-hmm. he's so tiny <laughs> that it makes you kind of seem like you're watching like a 12 year old. Sure. But I think he's supposed to be a little bit older. But um, yeah, Lucas Hedges in it. My favorite actress yes. in the whole world. Um, and then a bunch of unknowns. And so this kid, he is growing up in what I believe to be. God, did they even say where it was? I can't remember. I got weird. I got California I think vibes. It's, from I him. think it's supposed to be California. And I'm trying to. I wanted to say California, but then I'm like, wait, was it supposed to be somewhere else? Because Lucas Hedges is like wears like, he wears like a Phillies hat and some. But I don't think his sports teams like had anything to do. I think <laughs> sure. it's, mm-hmm. I think it's California. But it's all about skate golden skateboarding culture. Mm-hmm. So this little kid like gets super into skateboarding, but it's mostly about like him trying to like find his way in life and. 
um, his relationship with his brother, who's like super abusive because he's a jerk, which is Lucas Hedges. So that makes sense because mm. Hedges is is the worst. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> he is not. He is so a bad. saint. He was not good in this movie. I don't think. Like, I mean, I think. Do he, you like him in anything? Yes, I liked him in Lady Bird. Okay, he fits that that sort of like. But you did not like him in Manchester by the Sea. No, he was so bad. He was the best part of that movie. I think part of it, too, is like when Lucas Hedges um, is, and this was the scene that stood out to me also most in mid-90s, is like when he's trying to do like a super emotional scene, he like needs to cry. It's so not believable to me. Like it's like I liked him. I think it's watching a kid in a high school theater play like <sighs> like wailing. Like, oh! like that's how you would like <laughs> fake cry in a high school play and that's what he does on screen. Like both times I saw him in Manchester by the Sea and also in this one too. And it's just just, so bad. You're you're just being a bully. <laughs> no, I'm not. He's bad. And he is a bully in this movie too, which like also is so funny cuz <laughs> yeah. like he's such a like theater kid, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I think his character in Lady Bird is Lucas Hedges. <laughs> so like to watch him try to be this like tough guy bully with like he had like the two earrings. So like yeah. let, let's just set the scene of mid 90s. <laughs> like let's take you back. So mid 90s like you're uh, got your clear plastic like phone in your room, and um, you're probably playing with like baggy clothes. Yeah, the baggy clothes and mm-hmm. listening to like crisscross. I, I don't know. Was that playing Mid-90s? Tony Hawk? It's more like probably Nirvana. No, like, that'd or be like Super Nintendo. Yeah, they were playing Super Nintendo okay. in the movie. <laughs> Um, but yeah, just like, yeah, the baggy pants, the earrings in both ears, mm-hmm. like you had a disc man and it just captures all of that so brilliantly. So automatically I was like, oh my gosh, I remember everything mm-hmm. that's in this movie. Just the way like the house was decorated and the things that they were like wearing and the CDs and the music that they were listening to. And it just like really captures that time period so well. So automatically I liked it because mm-hmm. like I just, that's when I was a kid, I was how old was I in mid 90 like 94 I would have been 11 mm-hmm. so 11 12 13 like that around that age yeah. it was kid. around that same age yeah um <clears throat> anyways yeah so Joan I think Jonah Hill did a great job they shot this it's like all four by three ratio mm-hmm. and they he shot it on a 16 millimeter film um so it just has that feel and that look and I thought it was pretty good I thought the acting was all pretty decent um it's just like a look at this like maybe year in this life of this kid and good good acting points all around i like yeah. the story i felt connected to it and uh i think it was pretty shot pretty well so cool I jonah hill i was a fan so two good movies yeah. this week two good movies you think fan. jonah hill's gonna be a big director now um i don't know because this was such a small budget like mm-hmm. indie film mm-hmm. that it's hard to see Jonah Hill doing like something big. Sure. But I think he could easily write other things mm-hmm. because it had a lot of heart to it. And he's been doing a lot of press for this movie and just like the stuff that he's saying um, about like becoming who you are and how hard it is to be a kid. And he talks a lot about like weighing a ton of and not and struggling with like his identity back mm-hmm. in the day. Mm-hmm. So he, he's just like got this really important message and seeing Jonah Hill deliver it sure. is like weird because we know him as this like goofy super bad mm-hmm. character. Yeah. Um, but he's trying all this more serious stuff. So like, I definitely think he has potential writing some really great movies. I also That's saw cool. an article that 
this week that Jonah Hill was um, supposed to be in the social network and play mm-hmm. I Justin that. Timberlake's character. Yeah. But oh, I think the adventure didn't like him for that role or something. Oh, so this was the other thing. Um, so he... he I mean, I guess they're not David Fincher's guys, but Trent Reznor and mm-hmm. Atticus Ross did the the score, the score yeah. for oh, cool. mid '90s. So, like immediately, oh, I was awesome. like, "Oh, it's like Fincher." Yeah. <laughs> Fincher uses yeah. those guys yeah. so much. But I love um, they. Yeah, they've they've won yeah. Academy Awards, and they're really big. Yeah. I like them. So that was cool. Yeah. Well, I, that kind of shocked me though. The, I that would have made you happy though if they would have put Jonah Hill in the Social Network because I know you've said before that you didn't like Justin Timberlake. I hated Justin Timberlake in that movie. But jo- Jonah so Hill would have done. That could have been his first Oscar nominations of maybe. Many. Maybe maybe David Fincher was like, oh darn, after he saw like Moneyball or mm-hmm. Wolf of Wall Street or something. Hey, he's got Jonah's got some tra- like he's yeah got some no he's jobs. Done, he's talented he's, he's a legit two time and now Oscar that I'm seeing this movie I'm like okay he can rain direct too and yeah. I did not I liked the movie I thought it was you know it's not the best movie I've ever seen but it was decent him and Michael Cera on like on two different levels they just went their <laughs> separate ways and super bad and yeah yeah now what happened to Michael Cera he's getting nominated for Tonys and stuff really oh. mm-hmm. is he in plays yeah he's been wow. doing Broadway a lot I didn't know that okay. So yeah, go see mid nineties. I I think like for anybody that felt connected to the nineties, it's pretty good. Cool. Even, I, grew I up mean, in the I don't 90s. think you have to like skateboarding either, because I mean that's sure. it's a catalyst for a lot of things. But like, it really is about the relationships he makes with his friends and like loyalty and having a crew and like mm-hmm. you know what the, what all that means. Did you it's have a crew emotional. in the mid nineties? Um, no, <laughs> I don't think so. I I I think I was kind of. Trying, also struggling to figure out, you know, where you are, and a lot of times you're like in middle school. Middle school is like the worst mm-hmm. point of your life. True. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I was 11. That's middle mm-hmm. school, right? I was five. 11, to, 12, 13. I was five to eight. It's basically like six yeah. to eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah, you were a lot younger. I was. Younger. I was in like six to eighth grade. I had brothers. One of my younger brothers was born in 95. I had an older yeah. brother, so my crew yeah. would have been my brothers, I guess. I sure. mean, I obviously had, like, middle school friends, but, like, it's also the point where everyone's like, oh, you're not really hanging out with your middle school f- or your elementary school friends mm-hmm. anymore, so who do you hang out with? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. It's like, why are we not having sleepovers? We were best friends last year. I don't understand. <laughs> um, but it's good. Cool. Um, so that brings the 90s. Us, the 90s. Yes. So that brings us to our topic. What? 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 Um, we're going to be talking about our favorite movies of the mid nineties. Yeah. So what do we classify the, the 90s as? nineties as the mid nineties? 94, 94, 94 to, to 96. Okay, good. I did this correctly then. This was the hardest one for me to like nail down top, a top five. Yeah. I don't it really like my top fives. So but. I've discovered in doing the research for this that stop looking at my sheet. I'm looking at my <laughs> sheet. <laughs> You're was... looking down near my sheet. Oh, Jesus. I'm um, glad I'm over here now. Yeah. Um, that I think this and I didn't look at 93 to 97. So like, right. I don't know. But that the 90s has produced some of my favorite movies Same. of all yeah. time yeah. and even like the mid 90s especially have produced some of my favorite movies of some all time. Some of my favorite comedies especially yeah. have come from mm-hmm. this time and there's I was noticing that like a lot of my feelings about these movies is definitely nostalgic and it, that's why I think I had a hard time narrowing it down because I had like there are movies that I probably like more but I have such nostalgia for other movies mm-hmm. and yeah so it's difficult. All right, but, who's starting? Do we want to start with the list. Do we want to start with the year first? So we start at 94. 
Okay. So we're going to start at 1994. Okay. Oh, I didn't I didn't Let's do go like, back. classify every the number so maybe not, you guys talk about. Like Chris, you're going to have to look up and see what the number one jam of 94 was and play it here. Wow. Well, the five that I chose from 94 were The Lion King. Okay. Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Speed. Ugh. Dumb and Dumber. Yes. And Little Giants. Oh my gosh. Nice. Also good. And also some of some of those are on my list. Yeah. Um, I didn't do a top five. I just wrote down ones that I really, sure. <laughs> really liked. Well, I also did that, but it would be so many that it would take our whole episode just for me to get through all these movies. So I will say I agree with you 100% on Pulp Fiction and Speed. I was obsessed. Yeah. Love Speed. I've told yeah. you that I wrote Keanu Reeves a letter, right? Yep. yep. Oh, yeah. Because I was so obsessed oh. with Speed. This reminds me of something, but we can get to it later. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hold that thought. Um, Pulp Fiction Speed, True Lies, came out in 1994. Yes. Oh, was, wow. That did be my top five, but I wrote it down because I, I love True Lies. I cannot tell you my obsession that I had with, I would say, I Pulp Fiction was a little bit later for me mm-hmm. when I did, like, I remember it coming out and everyone being like, oh, John Travolta's back, like, because this was his comeback film. Yeah. But I'm sure I did not see that because mm-hmm. it was rated mm-hmm. R. So oh, I, right. <laughs> I did not get into Pulp Fiction till later, but it yeah. has Same. become one of Same my favorite movies. Um, the Professional, which I did watch oh, when that came I out. I didn't even come across that one. The Professional I do love the Professional. 1994, and because that was like my brother's favorite film. Uh-huh. And again, 94, I was 11. So like, what was I doing watching the Professional? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I do not know, but I know I watched it because I was obsessed with it and I loved it. And I thought you, it was so great. How old was Natalie Portman in that? Was she around that age or was she a little bit she older? Was, she's like She's my brother's age, I think, or maybe a year older than him. So she would have been 15. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So not as close as I thought. But anyway. But like that's when she became a huge thing. And yeah. then Gary Oldman was in it. Gary Oldman is so Everyone! Yeah. You know that line. <laughs> love oh, Gary Oldman. I love The Professional back then. Um, Forrest Gump came out in 1994. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I don't think it's one of my favorite movies. It's obviously a classic. And Something was, worth noting. And it was yeah. a big deal. Like they had 2020 um, interviews about how they made yeah. that. And they did like the green screen because green screen was not a thing until mm-hmm. pretty much that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Shawshank Redemption. Another good one. I have Seven. Was Seven that year? Seven was oh, that man. year. Wow. Um, again, on a movie I don't think I watched then, but right. oh, I love definitely. now. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Dumb and Dumber too on mine too. Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Dumb. Good. Yeah, and Dumb and Dumber. I already said. So those. That's, that's my become list. one of our holiday. I favorites. love Miracle on Thirty Fourth yeah. Street. That was the so one great. with the girl from Matilda. Yeah. So I I did the best pictures of the mid nineties because I wanted to break it up because I did like my favorite like growing up in the nineties movies like just like nostalgic ones. So I'll mention those later because those are from different years. But my <laughs> best pictures, like that, what I think are the best movies of the mid-90s, number five, Babe. Oh, really? Yeah, that was from 95. Number Wait, f- I love Babe. I thought you said 90. Wait. Well, all, all the rest are from 94. Okay. I'm confusing this whole thing. I'm so confused, yeah. but continue. So these are the best pictures of the mid-90s. According so, to you. Yes. Oh, the best pictures of the mid-90s. Okay. Yes, but... Four of the five are from 94. Got it. Okay. Okay. So, Babe is not one of them. That's 95. <laughs> uh, number four, Speed. Yeah. Three, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Which, to your point, I just watched that, like, not too long ago for the first time. What? Yeah. And oh, I really loved man. it. Oh, man. I mean, I, I I don't think I watched it too long after 94, but, like, I had to be old enough. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was, like, 16 so, at the yeah, time, was so probably, it wasn't until 2000 I was like when I watched it. I was, like, 16 or 17. Yeah. 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 It's, it's so good. 
Number two, The Shawshank Redemption. Yep. And then number one, Forrest Gump. Just because I've watched that like a million yeah. times and I could watch it I don't all really love movies. Forrest Gump that much, but I think it's a classic movie. I love movie. Forrest Gump. I, a lot of my decisions with all of these were more like, so like I know Forrest Gump is really good, but I was like, if I was sitting down and somebody was like, do you want to watch Forrest Gump or do you want to watch Little Giants? Mm-hmm. I would say Little Giants. Yeah. yeah. Or even Dumb and Dumber or any of well, these Well, Forrest Gump's such a bear too. And well, you're like true. in for it. Very true. I think it's just like, I've seen it so many times that I've can play it in my mind so like why mm-hmm. watch it on tv <laughs> maybe for me it's more that i love tom hanks that's fair and, uh, well okay. everybody loves tom hanks. so real quick like i mean maybe i don't we can talk about this now but like i wrote down the actors of the 90 like this time period mm. and i tom hanks i do believe is one of them but i also think mel gibson is one of them mm-hmm. i think adam sandler was having a moment in the 90s the mid 90s especially oh, sure. will smith jim carrey jim like, carrey was a big yeah. one huge the edge in 94, The Mask, Dumb and Dumber, mm-hmm. and Ace Ventura, yep, the first mm-hmm. one. Th- those were like his moments. I think yeah. Adam Sandler, too, who was doing Billy Madison yeah. and Happy Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as women, I think it was Sandra Bullock. Like yeah. She, yeah. she did Speed, which mm-hmm. was like the introduction to Sandy Bullock. And like that made her, that movie made her a star. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the next year she did While You Were Sleeping. So yeah. like if you think about the actors that were such a big deal, like this time period totally started jim carrey's career sandra bullock's career keanu adam sandler was big right in the 90s yeah keanu would have been would have been big john travolta's comeback john travolta's comeback Mm. so yeah best of 95 justin uh 95 toy story yeah that was great i did not write that down but that was uh die hard with a vengeance did not write that down clueless Mm -hmm. father of the bride part two and mall rats with an honorable mention of goofy movie and tommy boy Nice. Um, so I saw Father of the Bride too, and I do love that, but I like the first one so much better. Yeah. But I saw the second one first. So okay. like as a kid, that was the one that we watched like all the time. Movie. I like them both. I do like them both. Mm-hmm. But. Great movies. So this movie has been consistently in my top five of all time, but I haven't seen it in a while, so I don't know if it still holds that spot. But Usual Suspects in yeah. high school was always one that I put in my top five. That was one that I came out in nineteen ninety. I had a hard time not keeping it in my top five because I do really like Usual yeah. Suspects. Mm-hmm. Love that movie. I think still I do need to rewatch it. Apollo 13. Yeah. So great. That was a 95 Jumanji, Billy Madison. I loved Get Shorty. Yeah, that's a mm-hmm. really good one. Loved Get Shorty. Call me crazy, but I I like crazy. the <laughs> the new Jumanji better than the old than one. Than the old one? Let's continue, Sarah. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. You're crazy. I um, I just don't I don't know. I had Tommy Boy. Yeah. So we're talking about the comedies. Billy this Madison lo- and Tommy Boy both came out that year. Yeah, and Major Pain. Oh, Major oh, Pain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that was, for, that was like a little bit, the age is totally right on because people your age, I remember really liking that movie and I was oh, a little yeah. bit older. So I did not get into that one. But Billy Madison and Tommy Boy, I think are two of the funniest oh, comedies yeah. of all time. Mm-hmm. And then you had Dumb and Dumber in 94, mm-hmm. which people still quote those because oh, I, yeah. I think I, we quote Dumb and Dumber on a daily oh, basis. Oh, for sure. Yeah, well, you, see you later. Yeah. Big gold's yeah. like, that, We win yeah. on the moon. Yeah. We're still quoting that. Yeah. <laughs> still. And Tommy Boy, I quote. Yeah. And so, Billy yeah. Madison, I still quote. October? I don't know. What the, like, <laughs> it's Dooney Magazine Day. I just, yeah. like, it's Penguin walking around here. Stop looking at me, Swan. Oh, wait, that was 
Yeah, yeah. Billy Madison. Okay. And then, so I have these last two movies, which has the same actress in it. So Julia Ormond, I think, was having a year in 95. She did The First Night, which was my obsession. <laughs> and she did Sabrina, which is still my obsession. <laughs> I will watch Sabrina like once a year. I love that movie. It was a Harrison Ford, Greg mm, Kinnear, yeah. and Julia Ormond was in it. So. I've never good seen choice. Sabrina. Oh, so good. It's a remake, but it was amazing. I mean, but in the 90s, I was probably watching Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Probably. You should give Sabrina. It's classic if you like like a good love story. 95 so. was tough because that's where Clueless was. I did not write Clueless down, but I, I do love but, Clueless. But uh, Empire Records I really liked when mm-hmm. I was younger. And well, I still like it, too. But even as a kid, for like nostalgic-wise, Heavyweights, A Kid in King Arthur's Court, and The Big Green Roll in that year, mm-hmm. which is... Mm-hmm was a big part of Justin's childhood and Mortal Kombat. So you can definitely count. tell the age difference here. Like if you were a little bit older, like my list versus like the yeah. kids mm-hmm. movies that For were sure. coming out those years that you were watching. Yeah. So, yeah. Or even it's Batman crazy. Forever. I know. I think I Jim Carrey. I think yeah. you and me are more along the same lines. Yeah. For sure, Justin. Yeah. Because Justin, you're 29. 29. Yeah, and I'm you're 31. One, and I'm 35. So Yeah. Crazy. Okay. Um, best of 96. Let's do it. Ninety-six uh, was a little bit easier for me to make a top five, but agreed, the, there weren't as many. There weren't as many like really, really good ones. But n- my number one was the Birdcage, my favorite of that year. Independence Day. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know that. Scream. That thing you do, and the frighteners. So I in wrote, that order, frighteners is number one. No, the frighteners is number five. Okay. So I went one to five. Got it. So wait, what was one independent? One was the birdcage. The birdcage. I did not get into that movie. I and I wrote down that thing you do simply because it was such a big deal when that came out, mm-hmm. and another Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah. Tom Hanks. Um, but he I, directed it. I never liked that movie as much as like the girls my age who were oh, like, really? mm-hmm. so obsessed with it. That was I, I thought it was kind of dumb. I but. would catch it on TV in chunks, and then mm-hmm. when I got older and could just like buy movies, and I watched it, bought it, watched it all the way through, and, and I yeah. that there song was a, is so good. There was a it big cult following on that movie. Was there? Yeah. yeah, and especially like girls my age really liked it, and I just didn't. The own eaters. Right? The own eaters. I was too busy watching the Multiplicity, which I love. The Multiplicity. <laughs> I I oh, I love that movie. I think too. that is one of the funniest comedies of all. Multiplicity time. is good. It's yeah. Classic. So great. Um, and uh, uh, what was the actress in, in that movie? She, McDowell. She was big in the 90s. Multiplicity. Yeah. Groundhog Day. She was. Yeah. That. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's in a lot of stuff. She was in the movie Michael. Yes. That was one of, that yeah. was in that, those years. Which was also John Travolta. Mm-hmm. Also John Travolta. Um so yeah, we see a lot of repeat actors who were like super big back then. Um okay, so this movie you guys probably have not seen. I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast before, but it is one of my all-time favorite movies of all time. Beautiful Girls. It is Natalie Portman's in this, and it's Michael Rappaport and oh, Timothy hmm. Hutton. Interesting. Um I don't know this one. Yeah, I've it's, never heard of it. Uh, the guy from The Americans, the redhead, what's his name? That's going to drive. Noah Emmerich? No, wait, 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 wait. I cannot remember his name. Noah? Is his name Noah, Noah Emmerich? There is a Noah is Emmerich. Noah? Is it Noah the redhead? From Truman Show? Yes, Noah Emmerich. Yes. Yeah, okay. So he's in it. Um, Rosie O'Donnell is in it. Oh, wow. Um, uh, God, what is his name? The guy from Something About Mary that was not Ben Stiller. Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon is in it. And uh, I'm just blanking on names <laughs> like today. The girl that was in Dumb and Dumber, Redhead. Oh, I don't mm-hmm. remember her I, name, I, but I know who you're yeah, talking girl. about. She's in it. Beautiful girls. It's, and uh, Emma, 
uh, Uma Thurman is in it too. Oh. So it's like when they all kind of started. Sure. And it's fantastic. So that's one of the best movies of all time. And it was made in 96. Um, I have The Rock. And then. Yeah, that was. A, I almost had that in my top five. Another one. Like this is the movie that I used to watch in college when I was sad about boys or something. I'd watch Bed of Roses. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> and also shout out to can- the movie Kansas City. The Robert mm-hmm. Altman oh, movie yeah. was yeah. a 96 movie. Also Fargo was that year. That was Fargo. another one that I almost. I did not see. I saw Fargo for the first time last oh really last year yeah i've actually never seen the movie yeah but i've seen the series the movie's really good the too. series is fantastic the yeah. series is great the movie's really good yeah. I, th- I think you should give uh the birdcage a rewatch for 1996 yeah i didn't hate the birdcage i just was not super into it yeah i like nathan lane and robin williams but you guys need to watch beautiful girls yeah i hadn't i don't know that one so it's very good for mine my second category was my favorite movies growing up in the 90s so this is a culmination of all of them. Of all of the 90s or the mid-90s? All of like the, the mid-90s. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I misspelled <laughs> that. I'm very confused. <laughs> uh, I said Heavyweights. Nice. Clueless. Mm-hmm. Little Giants. The Lion King. And Toy Story. Yeah. Nice. With honorable, you can tell the age. Yeah, yeah. With honorable mentions of The Big Green, a mm-hmm. goofy movie, and I think you forgot one, Angels in the Outfield. Yeah. Oh, no. Or I wrote it have, down. I did write it down. It just didn't make a top five. Which is but crazy because you love Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I do, and Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Big part of my childhood. <laughs> I used to get Lloyd. excited because I thought that Christopher Lloyd was the Christopher Lloyd who wrote Modern Family. <laughs> so then I was like, oh, Christopher Lloyd, where's yeah. he been? Oh, he's writing Modern Family. No. No. Wrong, wrong one. So I, I think Christopher. we all agree that like some of those comedies are some of the best movies ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some of like Pulp Fiction and Speed and True Lies are... It's like quintessential action movies so from the 90s. Well, yeah. Like when I look at my top five from growing up, four of them are comedies, except for The Lion King. Mm. Heavyweights, Clueless, Little Giants, mm-hmm. Toy Story. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's so many great comedies. I think that like they were just making good movies back then. I think so too. Because they figured these are like out. my top movies. Yeah. Honestly, well, and uh, most a lot of my favorites, even so, like Jurassic Park is one of my favorite movies, and that was in the '90s because that was '91 yeah. or '90. I bet if we looked like a mid 2000s list, like we would not have nearly. I don't think it'd be as difficult. Many movies, yeah. that we loved. I agree. Back then, so what happened? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they stopped yeah. making good movies. I don't know. And it, it kind of like sucks too, because when you think about it, I mean, I love the Academy Awards just as anyone else but you don't really remember like i'm not going to remember moonlight like i would yeah. jurassic park right. or like that kind of stuff i mean i mean i'm sure it has to do with that was like pivotal age frame for us so we just remember like i'm sure somebody who was a you know our age in the 80s is going to remember a lot of stuff from the 80s like yeah, yeah. there's gonna be a lot of because there are a lot of good 80s comedies john hughes and stuff yeah. that people are gonna think about but i don't know fascinating i had to mention and that's the thing that i remembered because tank girl came out in 95 and that for me is one of my favorite like cult classic movies like underappreciated not very good but still good was Lori petty and Lori petty was did in i that. ever tell you my no Lori petty. exactly <laughs> she was a big deal in the 90s point break league of their own tank girl she was. and you have mentioned a Lori petty story Lori and petty i story. always forget to ask you about it so this was a perfect perfect time was to that what up. you wanted to ask yeah. me later about yes okay so my Lori petty story that's so, a picture you sent not too yeah, long ago to so us. Yeah. Not too long ago. Well, I guess it was a while now. It was probably like more than five years now. I was living in Los Angeles and um, I was visiting my cousin who lived in Manhattan Beach, which I don't know if you guys know LA, but like Manhattan Beach is like 30, 40 minute drive or whatever from where I was living. Um, and it's kind of like a, a nicer area, mm-hmm. you know, like 
rich people live there, I guess. It's like right on the beach and it's like super nice. Um, so I was with one of my cousins who was in town from Kansas and then my other cousin who lives in Manhattan Beach and me. So the three of us were out and we went to this bar like right on the beach. And one of my cousins was like running late. So it was me and one cousin waiting for another female cousin. So we were saving a seat for her at this like bar and it was not a busy bar. Mm-hmm. Like there's there plenty of room. But for whatever reason, the like, lady next to us, who I'm not kidding, looked like a homeless person. Like <laughs> just dressed like a homeless person. Like baggy clothes. Like didn't look very nice. Like had these weird glasses on. She was mad at us that we were saving a seat. Even though she did not need that seat. She didn't say like, oh, I have a uh-huh. friend coming. Mm-hmm. You can't save that. She was just like kind of like picking at it and like angry at us. Mm-hmm. And this whole like... 30 minutes we were waiting for our cousin like we were talking about how what a jerk this lady was and yeah. she kept like being rude and we're just like i don't know no idea what her problem was <laughs> so my other cousin comes and like we probably like spend like an hour drinking there or whatever um and we're still like feuding with this woman for whatever reason <laughs> like i don't know it was dumb but the bartender eventually says to her he's like you sound familiar to me have you been in movies before and like we're all like, what was he talking about? <laughs> and then like I started listening, and I was like, oh my god, like that's yeah, Lori Pet. She has such a distinct mm-hmm. voice, distinct mm-hmm. voice. And I am obsessed with A League of Their Own. Obsessed. <laughs> so, like, the second we figured it out, we were like, holy shit, like, that's Lori Petty. <laughs> this lady we've been feuding with. Lady, this homeless lady <laughs> yeah. who's been rude to us, like, is Lori Petty. So I think one of my cousins, like, just kind of, like, started talking to her, and then... Like, um, we became her best friend and cool. drinking buddy. And that like, so cause funny. we ended up drinking there all afternoon mm-hmm. and she was like hilarious. And she was like, kind of, it seemed like she was hitting on my cousin a little <laughs> bit. Like she was like flirting with my cousin. Uh-huh. I don't know, like her sexual orientation or whatever, sure. or like, but to us, it was like, why did she keep <laughs> hitting on our cousin? Like my cousin needed to go get something out of her car. So like Lori went with her and they were gone for like an hour and like nothing happened, but like, it was just weird yeah. how, like, yeah. they clicked and, like, we're best friends. And then, like, Lori drank with us for the rest of the afternoon. And That's cool. That's really we cool. Took pictures with her. Yeah. It was just super weird. That's my Lori Petty story. Like, oh, she was not a homeless woman. Yeah. Yeah. She was a very famous a, actress. This bitchy homeless lady <laughs> yeah. who was, so like, mean to us. And then very obsessed with. Like, yeah. I was like, a, but we were like, why are you bitching about us, like, before? Yeah. What's the problem? <laughs> and she ended up being very cool. Well, Have you awesome. met anybody yeah. famous, Have Justin? I met anybody yes. famous? Uh, TJ Miller, but he's crazy now, so it's a hard one to brag yeah. about. Yeah. Um, I met Billy D. Williams. It's not really a good story. That's I just amazing. Wait, I just waited in a line and, at a oh, Planet like Comic Con. Yeah. 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 <laughs> nice. Uh, oh, I just had one and then I forgot it. But yeah, still pretty cool. Yeah. Nice. We saw John Hawks at a bar. That was the Who's one. Who's John Hawks? Oh, and from, Winter's Bone. From Winter's and, Bone. Uh, I don't Martha, even know who that Marcy is. Marcy May Marlin. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know who you would, that is. You'd know his face. Yeah. You was would. he the dad in Winter's Bone? Well, like her he, uncle or yeah, something. Uncle, yeah. Okay. I do know who that is. Yeah. Uh, we were walking into a bar in LA. And this lady was hounding him about getting in touch with him. And he kept, he kept, I don't have a cell phone. No, I don't have email either. Sorry. Like she was just like, he was obviously lying, mm-hmm. like not wanting to give her his information. But we were walking by and my friend like said hi to him, but had no idea who he was. It was just because he was like excited. He's at this bar in LA. So he was like saying hi to everybody. And then John Hawks was like, what's up, man? I love your tie. And then we kept going and somebody was like, yeah, that's some dude likes Mike's tie. And I was like, guys, that was John Hawks. <laughs> of course, they didn't know who John Hawks was. Yeah. And I had to show them on IMDb. It's this dude from, he got set on fire and from dust till dawn or and whatever. And they were like, and, oh. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, 
It's not as good. What as is the it stores. about LA bars? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, been. honestly, you do see a lot of celebrities just like hanging out, and it's really weird. I've never been. Yep. You never been to Los Angeles. No. It's very like it is strange. Like you'll just be driving down the street and you're like, oh, "What are they filming there?" Because yeah. like, there'll be a park roped off and they'll have like giant movie rigs and you're and it's just <laughs> like, "What's happening?" <laughs> so movie nerds like us, like sure. we would be like, "Oh my god, yeah, this exactly. is amazing!" Which is how I was in LA all the time because I was just looking around. Like, oh yeah, who am I? Like, who's, next <laughs> to me? who's in the car next to me? It's a really nice car. Like what? Yeah. I wonder it's who's somebody. in there. Yeah. Gotta be somebody. I saw Elton from Clueless driving around. That's cool. Yeah, I don't even know his real name. I don't remember who Elton he was, was just in that. Elton. Who was Clueless. Elton yeah. in Clueless? He was the guy, the one that she, like, oh that she was like in love with. Rolling with the homies. Oh, oh yeah, Jeremy oh that guy. Yeah. Jeremy's sister. I saw him. Yeah, yeah. he's on some CBS show, yeah. I think now. Cool. Yeah, that's neat. My friend made eye contact with Tina Fey. Sweet. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> so that's been our mid nineties episode. Enjoy this mid nineties oh. song. My wife has met Bradley also, Cooper. Bradley Sorry. Cooper. What? Oh, okay. That's yeah. amazing. At an Obama rally. Tell us more. This was before he was famous. So he, for a picture or something, I guess he like put his arm around her in some way that she made her uncomfortable, but she was just, she would have been uncomfortable if anybody did it. Mm-hmm. And then, but now he's an Academy Award nominee. So it's funny. So it's fine. Like well, if he did it now. It's then... not fine. She still, <laughs> I mean, no matter who, how famous, it would still would have made her uncomfortable, yeah. but he didn't do it in a creep way. It was more like. I'm a flirtatious dude, and I'm putting armor. Which is why yeah. you should always just hold your hands in front of you when you're a famous person. Like Keanu Reeves, yeah. if you look at pictures of him with women, his arms are away from them. Like, they're mm-hmm. behind them, but they're, like, away. Very smart. You got to do that. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening. See you next week.